Welcome to the Astral Projection Podcast, brought to you by Ali Wiley. Today, Mohammed and I are going to talk about lucid dreaming. Okay, hi Ali. Welcome Hello, again. Oh yeah. This is the fourth <laughs> or the fifth time we uh, we are talking. <laughs> I don't know actually, because I don't know. As we said before the time goes so quickly. I think it's we talked. We had two introductions, didn't we? Then we talked about focusing. Yeah, we uh, concentration we, or focusing. Uh, we started uh, to talk about about my experience when you right, uh, yeah. when you start to do the interview with me and uh, we uh, I guess uh, the first one was uh, about you we talked about yeah. your experience this is the three yeah the, the three. second one was about you the third yeah. one was focusing focusing and the fourth one was about dreaming in general dreaming. yeah and uh, so today we're going to talk about lucid dreams which seems a good follow-up Dream. Yeah, we can now start uh, taking our uh, breath and uh, t- taking uh, take um, a subject and uh, subject by subject and started to talk about details and some things people can um, uh, use it really in uh, after hearing it. Um, so uh, loose dreaming. What your ideas about loose dreaming? What do well, you think? I actually love lucid dreaming. Um, I love that moment. Well, let's just say what a lucid dream is for the viewers or listeners that aren't aware. Um, So a lucid dream is basically when you wake up in a dream. So you're actually conscious and awake in the dream. So then you can start to control the dream, dream characters. You can change the scenery. You, if you, and if you want to meet a famous film star, you can even meet a famous film star. In fact, my daughter, the reason that got her lucid dreaming was that she wanted to meet Simon Baker. Simon Baker is, no. a, is a, an actor. Yeah, in I know. Yeah, so it was a good way to actually get her into um, lucid dreaming. And it worked because her desire was so strong to meet Simon Baker that she started actually lucid dreaming. Do you think yeah. uh, there is a distance between uh, what, uh, being aware of the dream and starting actually to, to controlling uh, it? Or uh, if you just aware, you can't control. Do you have a dreams where, where you had um, this is experience of being aware, but uh, you didn't have the opportunity to control it? Or you, yes, you, you that's can't. possible. I think lucid dreams can also get out of control. Um, you can be totally lucid in a dream and appear not to be able to control it as well. This is an area, it's a very subjective area, there's lots of different opinions. That's why it's so important in all of this is to experience and write down your experiences and make up your own mind because reading what other people say and listening to what other people say is very important because it gives you some ideas but the bottom line is to experience, you you have to experience it in order to truly understand it. And you have to work hard to get it. Uh, Actually, uh, for me, uh, training in lucid dreaming was not that easy. Um, I I had to uh, to write my dreams for many uh, weeks. Uh, I had to use uh, wild technique. We can talk about about it. Uh, We can use lucid dreaming. Um, 
so uh, it wasn't uh, that easy to put myself in, in the trance state and being uh, awake and uh, during uh, uh, I'm sorry before the dream started and being aware when the dream is starting to happen and all this stuff um, so you have uh, to uh, you should have this desire to 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 get the loose dreaming and uh, also you have to work on yourself definitely um, you you have to well maybe some people are natural lucid dreamers other people have to work harder um, um, I I lucid dream quite often as a child because, I, as I said before, I used to have, I used to like my dreams. So I used to go back into them to finish them off in a nice way, you know, if it was a horrible dream or if it was a dream that I really liked. I just wanted to go back and enjoy it. And I think this was, this was good training. It was, um, I, I was good at laying in between that, um, that zone. You know, like it's a, kind of like a twilight zone. You're not quite awake. Yeah, the trance, yeah. I called it the trance state. Yeah, so I used to spend a lot of time in that zone when I was a child because I used to enjoy it so much. I used to enjoy all these strange images that used to come at me um, and the voices. You know, I always, I've always enjoyed the dream world. And, uh, actually, um, I feel that being in the trance is uh, half of the work. In mm -hmm, loose dreaming and astral projection, in any kind of... Uh, uh, energy work, uh, being in the trance is actually very important. Uh, it's half of all the works. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not easy, but if you can get uh, this kind of alpha state or trance state, uh, all these abilities start to manifest uh, and um, you start to experience all kind of um, uh, uh, ima uh, imaginary and uh, pictures and you start the visions and you can actually you can do some self-hypnosis to experience mm -hmm. uh, connecting to, to the higher self and the uh, and having uh, uh, daydreamings and uh, dreams all this stuff you, and astral projection you should be in the trance yeah. so, so it's uh, it's it the same point yeah it takes time uh, for your mind to uh, to be co uh, uh, comfortable in this uh, zone, um, you can easily uh, fall asleep. So it's not uh, first yeah, time. It's not easy. Sometimes yeah. it's before you start practicing going in trance state. If you're doing it at night, sometimes it's important to have a few hours sleep first, yeah. so that you don't have that tiredness that you have when you first go to bed, and you wake up about three or four o'clock in the morning when you still need some sleep but you're not asleep so it's easier to stay awake yeah. while you're asleep so you can, uh, you can interrupt your uh, sleeping uh, circle and uh, doing the exercise and return to the sleep again mm -hmm. uh, I find that very effective method like I, mm -hmm. I usually don't try to lucid dream or OBE when I immediately go to bed because I'm so tired I need to sleep first but I always wake up about two or three o'clock in the morning, so that's when I. So you I, spend uh, how many hours you spend sleeping uh, in the first uh, stage before? Um, you usually go to bed about half past ten, eleven. So yeah. let's say uh, I, I go spend to sleep four or five hours. Uh, uh, approximately. Um, yeah, three or four, four or five depends. Depends what time I have to get up in the morning I find if I don't have to get up so early in the morning the possibility of having a lucid dream or an out-body experience is greater because I've got more time to spend in that zone 
so uh, so uh, you spend five hours sleeping then you wake up and do your uh, training lucid dreaming dra- training or astral projection training uh, well actually it's when my husband starts snoring as to when I wake <laughs> up <laughs> yeah so you do it in another place or yeah so if yeah. he starts snoring yeah. I wake up and I think okay it's time so really I can thank my husband yeah you should thank him very much I can thank you please don't stop snoring because it's like my alarm call in the middle of the night <laughs> so then I go to a different room <laughs> yeah. sometimes I'm too tired you know when you're too tired you're too tired and there's no way that you're going to get your mind focused because that's it that's why it is so important to get enough sleep in life because if you don't get enough sleep, you can't fun- your mind doesn't function properly. Yeah, yeah so I, I understand it. Actually, yeah. I have uh, something to say about this. Uh, in Arab world, in, in the Muslim world, we have five prayers a uh, day. So mm-hmm. one of these prayer, uh, prayers are uh, in the morning. Mm-hmm. And about uh, three, four o'clock before the uh, sunrise. So um, actually some people... Uh, religious ones uh, have to wake up early in the morning and uh, go and go to pray and then trying to sleep again and that's why uh, many of them uh, reported this uh, as a kind of out-of-body experience mm-hmm. and lose dreaming a lot it's one I of the reasons why uh, also prayer is a kind of mantra as well isn't it like yeah. when you pray it doesn't matter what religion you are. When you pray, you you do sometimes go into a kind of states because you're you're focused inwards. Yeah, you, know? you are I, trying I to leave all the uh, your life behind and just connect with the God and the brain. Yeah. So it's so, uh, some uh, kind of meditation. Yeah, I agree. Prayer is a meditation, so I think that would help definitely with lucid dreaming and um, out of body experiences. And so it's okay to pray in the uh, in the morning. <laughs> I don't know if I could get up at that time, but I suppose I wake up at that time anyway, and I do. Sometimes I've repeated affirmations, so I mean it's a similar um, type of thing. Yeah. You know, you're repeating. You're if you're praying, you're repeating something, or mm. you're saying affirmations and stuff like that. You know, everyone has different ways of. Um, uh, moving to the place, your zone of uh, training zone. Uh, do you uh, avoid the light, or uh, do you make this quick, or how many, ta- uh, how much time you need to to move to your uh, place and starting to to work? In, uh, oh, once my husband wakes me up snoring. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just basically I just get up, go out, get out of bed, go to the loo, go upstairs, and just dive into bed. Um, yeah. And I'm quite good at going back to sleep, so I never had a problem going back to sleep. Or and you have relaxing. a bed there or a chair, uh, a special chair for that, yeah? No, no, I have a bed. Yeah, another bed. Another bed. Yeah, <laughs> I have beds all so, over. <laughs> so you uh, try training uh, while uh, on a bed, just yeah. uh, like the sleeping uh, position. Yes, because with my life as it has been. Because I have to sleep, I'm not the sort of person that can get away with four hours sleep a night. I have to sleep. If I don't sleep enough, uh, I'm you not. Will, you will per- sleep in the day. I'm not a person person <laughs> worth knowing. Okay, so yeah. um, when I was doing my OBE stuff and my lucid dreaming stuff, I had to um, integrate it in my life as it was. And at the time, I had small children, so 
that helped as well, having children, because they wake you up in the middle of the night as well. So I was constantly being woken up in the middle of the night. And so I was constantly like getting woken up, changing beds, so trying to get some sleep. But being so tired sometimes can actually bring on, you know, a lucid dream because your mind is so tired it can't rest properly. And so your mind just keeps staying awake. All sorts of different um, influences. So uh, uh, what kind of uh, training you are using? Uh, in your zone, you start to do affirmations, and what next? Um, affirmations have always seen, have always worked for me. After a certain amount of time, it, if you start doing affirmations, for example, one day, you have to continue them. It's not like they're going to work that day. So, I've always used affirmations. It's a way of programming the mind. So, the more you use them, the more you're programming the mind. The, the affirmation, my favorite affirmation is, now I'm out of body, you know, for an out of body experience. You're actually uh, now uh, uh, saying the words or just thinking about it? Uh, I'm thinking about them. Yeah, um, not, in my, not just, yeah. uh, not uh, saying that aloud. No, they are more effective, obviously, if you are, if you can say them aloud. But obviously, if you're living with a family and you start chanting in the middle of the yeah, night, yeah, you know. it's not, uh, <laughs> not a good idea. It's not yeah. an ideal situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but they are affirmations are more effective if said out loud. But they still work if you just repeat them over and over and over in your head. And or if you want to lose. How many drink, times you should uh, repeat uh, affirmations by your experience? Well, I don't know. I, I just repeat them until I fall asleep, and I, as I'm falling asleep, so yeah. in my head, you know. But obviously, if you want to lucid dream, you can use the affirmation, um, something like, "Now I'm awake in my dream." Now I'm awake in my dream. Now I'm awake in my dream. Or you can ask yourself. Um, you can keep asking yourself, "Am I dreaming? Am I dreaming? Am I dreaming?" Because if you ask yourself, "Am I dreaming in a dream?" Yeah. The answer yes and you'll think oh wow I'm awake and that is a clue that is a way to um, so you are up. not trying to resist uh, sleeping you're just saying affirmation until you fall, fall asleep or yeah I don't resist sleeping it depends it depends as I said people how early I have to get up in the morning if I have to get up early I can't resist sleeping because I need to sleep physically um, if I if it's like a Sunday morning mm. I can resist I can wake up a little later like four or five o'clock after I've had, you know, about five-ish, even six-ish works for me, and I can stay in bed until about nine. Now, for me, staying in bed until about nine, I have from six until nine, that three-hour period where I'm, I've actually had all my sleep, but I'm still dozy, and it's that doziness that gives me more success. But if I have to get up at half past six, you see, I'm, I, don't, I don't have that three hours, so I have to let myself fall asleep. And... But it works if you, you um, program your subconscious to wake you up. Because uh, often I wake up in my sleeping body. I just wake up in that state automatically yeah. now because I program myself to. It's all about programming. So, you, um, so uh, you, you don't use alarm after that? Or you just uh, wake up on uh, sleep paralysis or... Uh, uh, when you are trying to, to do loose dreaming or acid rejection, you just wake in the sleep paralysis without using yeah. the alarm? Yes, yes, it's usually that yeah. now. Yeah, but, uh, um, that took, uh, took you some time to... to well, that's, I don't know really, because um, 
as I said to start with, I was actually trying to lucid dream and not OBE. So it was actually my lucid dreams. It was the trying to stay awake while falling asleep, the resisting sleep one that actually had gave me an out-of-body experience when I was actually trying to lucid dream. I was trying to stay awake while falling asleep so I could go into a lucid dream. Instead, it took me out of body, you see. So this is a way that lucid dreams can actually take you to, um, to out-of-body experiences. Um, but uh, is there, uh, can I ask you this question? Yes. Is, uh, is there a, a good position for the body to have a lucid dreaming? Uh, or any uh, a position is okay? Uh, well, it depends on who you are. I think it depends on personal preference. There are there are some people that say don't sleep on your side because it's too comfortable, so you're less likely to have a, a lucid dream or OBE. Some people say you should sleep on your back. Other other people say maybe you should sleep a little bit um, propped up so that you don't so it's not a natural sleep position. You see, mm -hmm. but you see I can't sleep on my back because for some reason when I sleep on my back it makes me feel sick so I can't do it. You have so, this urge to. Uh, to be in one of your sides. Yeah, I can't uh, sleep on my back. I find it really uncomfortable, and I wake up actually feeling sick. So that inter that interferes with my OBE. If I happen to have one, I start to feel sick. So I have to. For me, my side is okay. For other people, maybe they find it easier to sit propped up in bed. Sometimes, if you sleep with your head up, you're giving your body the message that you're not actually going to go to sleep you're gonna like try for a lucid dream or OB or something yeah. like that. Actually I learned uh, this from uh, Lusology 101 it's for uh, Nicholas Newport he talked about the uh, the sleeping signals and one of mm. these signals is uh, uh, is ruling uh, in your side one of your sides if you are doing this it's a good. Uh, it's one of the signs uh, that your uh, mind send uh, to your body, saying uh, this person is still awake. Don't fall asleep. So if you continue to rolling uh, from one side to another, uh, you will not f uh, fall asleep. Uh, you mm -hmm. should. Uh, you should uh, be still and don't uh, don't move at all for some time. So this um, urge to uh, to rule over will uh, will build um, uh, by the time and when it uh, uh, when it's reach this level where you can't uh, resist it just move to your side and you will fall asleep very quickly it's one mm -hmm. of the tricks actually uh, I tried it and it's quite effective <laughs> I don't actually move a lot when I sleep I have noticed that when I go to sleep I generally wake up in the same position um, I don't uh, know uh, maybe you don't aware, but uh, uh, everybody is uh, rolling from si uh, a side to another about 30 times. I'm going to put video up because I'm, I see the duvet position when I wake up in the morning and it's exactly the same as when I went to sleep. And whereas my husband, when he sleeps in the bed, it's like the duvet is like everywhere. Like me. When I sleep in my bed without my husband, if he's gone away, when I wake up in the morning, his side of the bed is perfect. My side of the bed is just a little bit scrunched up. So I'm really curious as to whether I actually do move at night. You can uh, record that to make sure. <laughs> but actually, uh, I'm sure that uh, any person is... Uh, well, I don't know. A friend of mine at college used to get up during the night to check that I was still awake, still alive. 
because I didn't move at all and she used to think I'd die during the night. She used to come and check. Oh my God. It was... Amazing. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, rolling over is uh, it's uh, it is the way that the body is using to uh, to relax during yeah. the sleep. So if your body is um, have this uh, tension inside it, it should roll over all the night to uh, to be more relaxed. It's one of the ways that the body uses. So maybe you are. To wear, relax, and uh, your body doesn't need to. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so lucid dreams. Um, lucid dreams. What can you do with a lucid dream, for example? Actually, everything. I yeah. tried everything <laughs> that a person can imagine. I tried yeah. to uh, fly, to suicide, to to kill somebody else, to travel. Really? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if we should continue with this conversation. Oh, um, uh, no, I was curious about that. That's all. So I tried to uh, to drive a car uh-huh. and try to uh, uh, to be in some countries that I can't travel for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Yeah. And uh, actually, I tried uh, one time I tried to uh, to breathe under the water. Uh, yeah. the sea. It it was amazing, and actually, uh, it uh, it was amazing. Uh, everybody should try this. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, I had this um, uh, d- dreams of uh, many levels, multi-levels dreams. Uh, maybe uh, we talked about that uh, yeah. last time, mm-hmm. the false awakening and the. Uh, <laughs> this terrifying feeling about it. Yeah. So um, I had many experience, and uh, I told you about this uh, also the um, the learning in the inside my dreams. I started mm-hmm. to learn more about uh, how to uh, to deal with people because I'm antisocial <laughs> person <laughs> and I don't deal with people too much. So my brain is uh, trying to to do that in my dreams. It was mm-hmm. the, f- the first time I realized this, uh, that my my mind actually is making uh, imaginary uh, situations and put me in uh, in these situations so to uh, test me and uh, to understand what I could do and uh, what I should do and <laughs> get lessons. It's like a virtual uh, reality, a virtual life inside your head where your yes. mind uh, try to, to do things that you don't do in your life or you wish to do but you can't so it's uh, very educational and uh, it's very uh, good ca- uh, type of dreams and uh, uh, for me um, my experience in lucid dreaming uh, is not that big because uh, this terrifying feeling is um, always uh, present I don't know why I'm all in my most of my dreams. Uh, I feel this. Uh, I feel fear. I feel terrifying, and I don't know why. Some dreams are good, but most of my dreams are uh, having this terrifying feeling inside it. Well, maybe maybe part of you need to like try and confront it in your dreams or something. Maybe it's something that you bought from another another it, life. Uh, it, it's like a phobia. You don't know why you are afraid. M- maybe. Uh, because just uh, the idea of being inside your head and uh, 
this may open a new question. Uh, what do you think about lucid dreaming? Is it in our heads or is it an, uh, in an astral uh, plane or what do you believe uh, about this? Uh, I think, I think lucid, lucid dreams are, are subjective because they're very personal, aren't they? Um, for, for example, my lucid dreams, the desi my desire to lucid dream was because I wanted to meet with a particular guide because we used to have great conversations about my life. And in one lucid dream, I was actually, I think I've mentioned this before, I was actually with him in my head. We were sitting in my head. Um, so it's very subjective, whereas the, the dreaming environment is something you've created in your, with your, whatever you've got in your head, your emotions, your issues, your problems, or reflection of the day you've just had, or your worries for the future, stuff like that. Whereas the OBE is more of an um, objective environment, but there is a lot of crossover, and that's why even many people don't agree with all the differences. Some people say that lucid dreams are the same as OBEs, some people don't. So um, I think until you've had a lucid dream, and until you've had an out-of-body experience, it's very difficult to know the difference. Whereas when I have a lucid dream, I know it's a lucid dream. I'm absolutely certain that I'm dreaming. I have no doubt whatsoever. Um, when I'm awake, like now, I know I'm awake. I have no doubt that I'm awake. Um, no, I have my doubts. I'm not awake, sure. Awake in this, um, in this reality that we find ourselves in. Awake, yeah. awake, conscious, awake. Uh, I know that I'm not, but apart from that... <laughs> um, However, sometimes in an out-of-body experience, it seems so real because you 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 feel like you you know you feel that everything is so real, and more real than real, that then I start to have a doubt whether I'm actually out of body or awake in the physical reality. I don't have doubts that I might be dreaming because having had lucid dreams and OBEs and astral experiences, um, I know the difference, and it's almost as if I know, and that's it. There's no discussion. You just know. Um, but sometimes, if I'm OBE and it seems so real, then I have a doubt, and I think, oh, my God, am I awake or am I out of body? And then I have to do a test, like jump up in the air to see if I float or something like that, or try and put my hand through a wall. Um, you know, I remember once um, leaving my body, and the, the room was exactly the same, and I was thinking, oh, now I don't know if I'm awake or I'm asleep. And I could hear my husband in the next room getting ready for work. So I thought, okay, we're going to, we'd have to do the test to see if I'm awake. What and so kind I went of over, test do you do? Well, I went over to the wall and I, I tried to put my head through the wall. Mm. And then I started laughing. And I was thinking, God, if I'm really awake and my husband comes in and he sees me banging my head against the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like crazy. Oh. Uh, you but didn't try to look to your hands because yeah. uh, the behavior of the hands is different. From but then I realized, mm -hmm. I realized the, the way to tell if you're OB, if you have this doubt, the doubt tells you that you're out of body because in waking life, I have no doubt. I know that I'm not out of body. So if I have doubt, that means it's an out of body experience because in waking life, I have no doubt that I'm actually awake in the on earth in the three-dimensional reality etc etc um, and it's the same with lucid lucid dream when I wake up in a dream I know that I'm lucid dreaming um, and then you can of course you can convert the lucid dream to um, OBE but a lot of even the experts disagree I did have a look at some um, 
There's an excellent article on Robert Peterson's site. Do you know Robert Peterson? Yeah, I heard about him. And actually, um, I read a book, but I, yeah. that was uh, many years ago. I didn't remember the book. Yeah, if the viewers want to check out the book, he actually has it on his site for people to download if mm. they wish to. Um, so if they go to robertpeterson.org, mm. there's the there's a book there that they can download. It's very it's an excellent book on out of body experiences and how to have them. It's called so it's um it's a good book. Yeah. Um, I actually met Robert Peterson. It was really strange mm -hmm. how it happened. When I first started um, having OBEs, you know, you, you look on it, I, well, I looked on the internet a little bit, and after a few years, I found um, Robert's book. And, Where, in uh, Italy or uh, in Britain? No, no, on, in, on internet. It was already oh. up on internet. And, um, you know, I read it. And years later, we, I was on Facebook, and we actually connected on Facebook. Like, we became Facebook Very friends. Very nice. Yeah, and then one day he said, oh, by the way, I'm coming to Italy, and we'll be um, going to, I think they were looking around Naples or something, and we actually met up in, um, in, a, in a really nice place, and we had a picnic, you know, and it just seems incredible to meet someone that you, you never thought you would meet, you know, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's a small world, and we had a nice chat about body experiences and stuff like that. Anyway, he's got an excellent article on his site, he does another blog called the OBE Outlook on Life. So it's OBE out at obeoutlook.blogspot.it. And um, on that site, he does lots of reviews about uh, on different books as well. He's got lots of books up there about OBEs, and he reviews them. So, you know, you can go on his site, and you, if you fancy reading a book, you can read his review before you buy it. And he's got some excellent, um, excellent, excellent articles as well. And he's actually done an article, Are OBEs the Same as Lucid Dreams? So it's well worth going over there and uh, yeah. reading the article. And um, wh what did he say about, about the difference between the two? Yeah, well, um, he's actually got different people's opinions, yeah. you know, on the, um, on the different um, things that appear in a lucid dream. For example, there's, some of the differences noted by Gabbard and Twen, Twen, Twemlo, which um, did some studies on lucid dreaming. For example, lucid dream, 50% to 70% incidence in general population. So there's quite a high incidence of a yeah, lucid dream. more than astrologician. Yeah. OBE, 14% to 25% incident in general population. Lucid dream only occurs during sleep, obviously because it's um, a dream. Yeah. Occurs uh, the OBE occurs usually when awake, um, consciously consciously awake. I think this means yeah. like um, mind awake body asleep. Um, in the lucid dream, the dreamer can consciously program the dream. Um, in the OBE, the OBE is often more a passive, objective observer. But then yeah, also, but you can affect the uh, etheric yeah. matter, but not that much. You cannot. Uh, yeah, it depends. Sometimes you you um. You can find your own thought forms in front of you as well. This, remember, this is only just two people's opinion. They differ. Yeah, as yeah, you, yeah. yeah, they differ as you go through them. Um, for example, lucid dream, dreamer and physical body are still integrated. So yeah, you're still it's some kind of inner astrologian. Yeah, maybe um, that's a way of explaining mm. it. Whereas in the OBE, you actually feel 
um, separate from your body, don't you? You feel mm. you don't feel that like you're in your physical body. You feel like you've um, sometimes you can sometimes you can see it, see yeah. it in the bed, yeah. Yeah. Although sometimes I've been in two places at one time. Like I've been in my physical body consciously. My physical body's been asleep, but I've been consciously awake in the physical body. Plus, I've been a, a point of consciousness about two feet away from me. And I've been in those two places. Exactly yeah, yeah, I understand this feeling. Yeah, uh, that was quite weird. But good fun, though. It was quite interesting having that experience. It was almost as if, you know, I'd woken up in my physical body and my astral body or another part of my consciousness had, like, missed the bus back, you know. It's yeah. like, oh, hang on, I'm coming back, you know. Yeah, and actually um, you can experience this in more than two bodies. Sometimes yeah. this happened. And one, one yeah. time... I, uh, that happened to me. I started to feel myself yeah. in three places at the same time, and uh, yeah, every um, it's like a copy of your consciousness. Uh, so the astral body was the first copy, and mm -hmm. I, I felt that th this copy is starting to to do its own astral projection. So really, it's, <laughs> interesting, it's, it's it? amazing <laughs> feeling actually. I am I'm aware of all the the situation from three yeah. perspectives. From myself, from my body, and uh, from the first copy and the the second one, and actually it's not easy <laughs> to. <laughs> That's why OBEs and once you start lucid dreaming and OBEing, it's like it totally changes everything you ever thought about the three-dimensional reality. Everything you can't, uh, you started to feel even if you can't uh, comprehend the 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 uh, the environment of the experience, you still have mm. the feeling. Yeah. of uh, this feeling that there is more you mm -hmm. can't uh, you can be aware of more not just mm -hmm. your three uh, 3d dimension world yeah. you oh, are living in yeah what, what they have also to say about it um, yeah. and the last one here was lucid dream consciousness often vivid with mystical qualities and in an OBE consciousness is more ordinary like being awake but um, I would say my a lot of OBEs, you're um, it almost seems like being more awake than awake. Yeah, yeah, I understand this. In the dreaming, like you are uh, on the loose dreaming. You you are lucid. You starting to have. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you you fall asleep and being aware again. It's not full awakening like. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. uh, but uh, I think they uh, they miss a very important point mm. that the. Uh, the shape of your body. The in in dream you have uh, your normal body, your normal clothes. Uh, in mm. in astral projection, um, I always see myself as a blue uh, lighting uh, body. Yeah, it's like a fizzy energy type body, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Actually, one time I saw my astral body when he trying to enter my my body. I fall. Uh, um, um, I become awake and sleep paralysis, and I saw my actual uh, astral body started starting to enter my uh, my body from my heart chakra. To, uh, I saw this blue face, exactly like my face, uh, trying to enter with the very uh, tense expressions in in, in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to enter with this huge fusion uh, energy, and I, I I I actually see this moment of uh, fusion. It was uh, 
I um, this is the first time I saw it like that, and was the last I didn't see it again. <laughs> but it was amazing. This uh, blue face, human face, and uh, trying to enter my body. So I, I that time I I thought that uh, I've been possessed by some kind oh, really? of creature. <laughs> yeah, didn't know it's the the astral body. So it's uh, blue. I'm sure of that. I saw it by in my eyes. It's a blue. And yeah. uh, have this light uh, around it, blue light. So uh, it's different from the the dream body. In oh, the dream yes, body, definitely. you may uh, see yourself in a mirror in the dream and mm-hmm. see yourself as your mental image of your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the feelings like pain, like uh, uh, being uh, afraid. In uh, astral projection, I don't feel afraid a lot, like uh, dreaming. In yeah. Dreaming uh, feelings are real. If uh, something hit you in the dream, you will feel feel it physically, not and uh, the astral uh, in the astral body or and astral projection. You can, as you said, you can uh, go through walls. You have this uh, transparency ability to. Uh, to not be affected by uh, physical objects, you you can't have this in dreams. Uh, also, the ma- the main uh, key for me, uh, the main test I can use it to difference between the lucid dreaming and the astral projection is looking to my hands. In uh, lucid dreaming, if I'm looking to my hands, uh, it may melt, but in astral projection. It's uh, becoming uh, taller and uh, strange. There's a difference between the two. Uh, in, the, in the way the, the hands are melting and the way the, the hands are starting, starting to, uh, to disappear and uh, being in a different shape. Uh, also, the, if you are trying to look to your body, you will see uh, which one of the, the dreaming body or the blue body or the astral body. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not that hard to to difference between the uh, the two if you are looking uh, to the right signs of each one. Uh, that's based on, on on my experience. I don't know if uh, if everybody uh, saw um, these things as I saw it, but um, this is my my way. I'm just when I'm having this doubt. Uh, um, that if I'm in a loose dreaming or an astrologician, starting to look to my hands, and just one look is enough to to understand it. Um, also, the uh, the abilities and the environment around me, if it's uh, too too cartoonish or um, having this um, very uh, realistic uh, uh, feeling of being. Uh, Awake. Uh, in lucid dreaming, uh, the reality is very accurate. You may feel uh, uh, the smells. You may feel uh, the texture. Mm. It's very uh, realistic. But in subjection, it's not that uh, um, uh, like uh, going through walls. It's not realistic at all. It's uh, it's far away. Yeah, dreams. Lucid dreams are more like a two-dimensional reality, like a cartoon world, as you say. Um, you know, and the the sensations aren't as that. When you're out of body, the, the sensation is totally different. 
often when I'm out of body, I have I feel very energetic. I can actually feel the energy um, going through my body. It's yeah. almost like um, like pins and pins, it's like pins and needles, but it's not it's not horrible. It's a nice sensation. You feel like full of energy and really. But in a lucid dream, yeah. I've never had that um, that feeling. And, and follow uh, awake. Fall in astral projection, you are really awake. Uh, especially if you are yeah. ha doing your energy works and uh, have no problems with uh, with with energy, you should be uh, mm -hmm. uh, very awake. Uh, so yeah, yeah. But the line between the lucid dreaming and the astral projection is very fine. You can move from one to another. Uh, did you try? Oh, you just tried that. No, I'm just going to say the the differences are all listed here. So if you go to the the art this website and read the article, all all the different opinions of different people were given on here. The differences between lucid dreaming and um, OBE. So that's a really interesting article to read. Um, yeah, actually, they to, are um, amazing experience. If you have one of them, it's okay. <laughs> You don't have to be uh, that <laughs> concerned. Uh, uh, loose dreaming is very beautiful. Also, the subjection. Both are great experiences, and you can learn much from them. Do you believe that the person have to be um, expert in one of them, and put all his effort in one of them, or it's okay to to have uh, uh, to spend? your effort and times uh, on both of them so, uh, parallel, uh, in a parallel way. Oh yes, definitely. I think both are valid. I don't think anybody can say OBEs are better than dreams or lucid dreams are better than dreams. They're all valid. It just, you know, it's a content that's important, mm. I believe, you know. Um, in a lucid in lucid dreams, usually the first thing I do is fly because I find lucid dreams very relaxing. Mm. You know, just the the waking up in a dream and flying for me is like wonderful. And sometimes I meet guides, but usually now if I have a lucid dream, I I immediately try to convert it into a OBE because um, I don't know. It seems more natural now. Uh, it, it's like yeah. Sorry. Um. Uh, the time ran out before we started to talk about the wild technique. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can have another session on te lucid yeah. dreaming techniques. Yeah, lucid, and, uh, lucid dreaming is a big uh, subject, actually. Uh, yes, also lucid dreams and OBEs um, is a very big subject because sometimes lucid dreams uh, can seem... Sometimes you can be, even be dreaming that you're out of the body. And the, this whole... Thing of dreams, lucid dreams, and that body experiences sometimes gets very mixed up and um, confused. That's why you, know, you can't really separate each one, and there's so much to say on each one as well. Like so, an hour is never enough to discuss lucid. Yeah, so maybe in the next time we can discuss more about the difference between the two and how uh, yeah. we can start. Uh, doing loose dreaming or what your experience about actually all my loose dreaming uh, I used uh, the, the wild technique and maybe we can discuss our, this technique uh, the next time but we had a very uh, very good uh, conversation and very, uh, talking. Okay. But, uh, but if you can okay. send me just the link of the, the uh, 
the website uh, that you. Uh, yeah, I'll send you the website. Yeah, it will be uh, very good. Okay, brilliant. Okay, uh, see you in the next week and thank you very much. Have, okay. have a nice day. Bye. Thanks for listening. For more information on astral projection, please visit astralwings.com. Happy travels.